Season 5.5, episode 33 of Cross Choke. I am Zach Anderson. I'm joined by my son, Dakota Ritan. <laughs> Your son has a question. Uh, season 5.5, does that mean five and a half? Well, okay. So it, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So, Dakota, I haven't seen you for like a year and a half. <laughs> this um, is correct. We only see each other. <laughs> When we record the podcast. So our last episode was episode 32, season five opener. Mm-hmm. Since then, uh, do you know what day that was? It was a Monday. I, maybe. Okay. <laughs> but it was May of 2022. Oh my goodness. It doesn't seem like that long. Now that wasn't our last piece of content because we had... Um, we welcomed a couple people on the team. Mm. We were feeding our Patreon quite a bit. Uh, and then life just kind of happened. Mm. My computer decided to die, yep. which was really, really devastating. So I've been able to since get a new computer. Uh, I got engaged yeah. and married. Yep. Seven kids. Okay, just kidding. Zero Four kids. dogs. <laughs> Four dogs. A parrot. <laughs> and... You know, the Jiu-Jitsu Academy, we have been busy doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going to a lot of fights and um, I don't know, I think I did the math. I didn't do it before this, so I'm not exactly sure. But like since like say May of 2022, I think we've been to easily over 20, easily over 20 uh, fights around the state, ministering to fighters, doing our thing. And so uh, all that to say, the last episode was kind of... The last episode. It's a great song. <laughs> Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. No, I don't know that one. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's cool. Uh, walkout song worthy? Uh, <laughs> it's more like chill. Okay. Maybe. You know, it has that piano. Oh, like Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Oh, that one? Yeah, and Dr. Dre. Oh, I thought you said Drake. No, no, no. no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So anyway, so we're here. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see you. Good to see you, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. What have you been up to? How's your wife? <laughs> <laughs> she's good. She's real, you know. Um, yeah, dude, she's good. It's been exciting. Yeah, so getting married. Uh, we got married February uh, 10th, 2023. Uh, before that, we had a kind of a short engagement. We got uh, engaged September 17th, just the year before. So we had a pretty quick engagement, got married. Uh, right now, you and I are in our apartment. Um, so that's really cool. But dude, yeah, marriage, as, as one of my good friends always says, marriage is the best. Marriage is the, marriage best. Is the best. That's a great quote. I wonder who says that. But I also will say that marriage is so humbling mm-hmm. because it just shows how selfish I am Yeah, all the time. Yep. It exposes the worst parts of you. And I don't like it. And just you specifically. Yeah, just me. Everybody sees it. It's <laughs> yeah. so bad. But dude, like, it's it's a and then you know there's 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 good moments. We've only been married I don't know seven months or whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. So very short time. But like, I'm trying to navigate it really well and really intentionally. And yeah. we have people involved in our marriage, and we we did premarital counseling, and you know just we want to do it right and do it yeah. well. And uh, so I try to always keep in mind like. It's a, it's the picture of how often Jesus calls, uh, himself, you know, the bride of Christ and we, we are the bride of Christ right. and, um, just this relationship. And it always kind of is, is described as, as marriage in a lot of ways yeah. between Jesus and the church. And, you know, it's when you're not married or you're young, you're like, that's just weird. You know, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. But it's such a, I, I'm, I'm getting it a little bit. You know, because it's so selfless and he gave himself yes. up for the church. And so like the little things of like unset expectations or like passive aggressive things, or I'm going to do this. So she does this. Yeah. And, 
I, I just see it all the time and I'm like, God, I'm, I'm breaking here. Like, cause yeah. it's less of me all the time. Yep. And, but it's also so rewarding and so beautiful and to be joined together. And it's been a really, really good journey. So that's been a fun thing. It's funny because, uh, even if you have been engaged for 10 years, that first year of marriage is still so much different. Mm. That exposure of this, the selfishness mm. and all the crud really comes out mm. defining in, in that first year of marriage. Yeah. So I always say the first year is the hardest and it gets better and better and better every year. Dude, and I've heard that yeah. from a few people that, yeah. I, that I really trust with, with their opinion and um, insight. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's crazy. I uh, moved out of my house, so I was living with my parents till I was like 28 or 29 or whatever it was. Yeah, um, which was great. I recommend Honestly, that. <laughs> yeah, there's some downsides to that as well, but sure. But it's been a lot of new things, a new season, and, yeah. Um, and then with ministry wise, you know, being joined together with my wife in regards to support raising because we're technically missionaries, mm-hmm. you know, so we've been trying to, you know, book churches and, and, uh, get individuals to support us monthly to reach a budget so we could do TFL, you know, full time. And, uh, that's been, um, really humbling as well. So there's all kinds of, <laughs> you know, jujitsu and support raising and marriage. It's like everything, it's been a season of just being humbled and relying mm. on God. And so it's, probably where we should be all the time. Yeah. But I do think God brings those specific things to our lives at, at really important moments to prepare oh, us for the next thing. And just to show us, you know, who he is all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You have a dog now. I do. So, oh man, uh, in our Patreon days, uh, I had a different dog. Uh, her name was Winnie and ended up not working out at all she uh she was a farm dog that we that we got and uh we don't own a farm we own a very (laughs) small plot of land and uh this dog was just miserable it wouldn't eat it was like nipping at our kids and like yeah so we ended up giving winnie back but my wife really wanted a another dog so um we have some friends in the ministry that actually raise dogs Hmm out of uh, um, Cascade, Montana. And uh, we got uh, Rory. He's a golden doodle, and <laughs> he's a little punk. But um, he's a great fit for our family. And, yeah, so I'm a dog owner now. Dude, and I also heard that you've been on the search for mythological beasts. <laughs> yes. Because yep. you've had some life changes, pretty big adjustments yeah, over the last yeah, in year the, or two. Yeah, in the past, um, yeah, the past year. So, uh, yeah, last time we were recording podcast episodes, I was in full-time ministry. Um, I'm still in ministry, just part-time now, uh, as a worship pastor for our church. And really felt God call me to um, go bivocational. And so I'm just trying to... And bivocational, what does that mean? Yeah, bivocational meaning um, working in the marketplace and also working in uh, a ministry type context. So doing both, both and, not uh, neither. And um, so I just felt God really call me into bivocational ministry, ministry uh, bivocational lifestyle. And uh, I didn't, I'm just trying to follow his call the best I can. So started a home inspection company um, that my wife and I run called Sasquatch Home Inspection. So, Which is such a good name. Yeah. Yeah, we we had about 50 names and narrowed it down to that one. So um, it wasn't my first pick, but uh, I did a poll on Instagram, and it was uh, overwhelming the, the amount of people that preferred that to uh, my preference. There was this, this one time, if you remember, we were trying to f- uh, pick our friend's Jake out there, his yeah. new gamer tag. Yeah, Jacob as some call Jacob, him. yes, Jacob. But it was kind of the same idea. And I didn't know if I should throw some of his old ones out there. <laughs> as, a <laughs> as a business name? <laughs> Sausage Fingers, Home Inspection. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, dude, but right on. And so you just uh, yeah. really got that kind of off the ground in the last month or so, really. Yeah. Yep. 
uh, it was a long process. If you are thinking about starting a business, I highly recommend it, but um, expect it to take a long time because there's just so many hoops you have to jump through uh, that I wasn't prepared for. Um, but yeah, things are launched. Things are going great. Um, I've had multiple inspections under my belt now. Have a have a huge um, social media uh, presence that's been really healthy and. Yeah, it's been a huge part of my life this past season. We talk a lot about building momentum. Yeah. And I've oftentimes heard it. What The first time I heard it was like talking about CrossFit. And okay. CrossFit as a BAM, uh, businesses, missions. And, you know, they um, a lot of times would use CrossFit to get, you know, things going in other countries and, you know, doing their thing like that, but using CrossFit as a way to, you know, reach people with the gospel and the idea of CrossFit, cause I don't think CrossFit is, is cool as it was maybe <laughs> five to 10 years ago. Sure. But you look at anything, a business and with, you know, say even like your own personal development, that that beginning stages of building momentum is yeah. so difficult right. and it's a grind and it takes sacrifice and frustration and, you know, things like that. So dude, great job on Thanks. keeping the momentum going because eventually it ends up kind of running itself right? because there's good word of mouth and you have a flow and, uh, you know, the, the it, the it factor, yeah. you know, you can't really always describe what it is, but it's like, dude, it, it takes a lot of, unseen sacrifice and determination. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, actually. Yeah. But dude, great job on, on killing it, man. Thanks. I, I was just going to say, it reminds me of a train um, gaining momentum. It's really slow at first, but then you get to a point where it's hard to stop that yeah. train. Yeah. That's where you run over people and stuff. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Super healthy. Well, guys, yeah, so we're excited to be here. Thank you uh, to our listeners out there. We're also uh, recording this episode, which is kind of a first for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, like like physically, like a video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll be on our YouTube page. We're kind of, we, we threw some stuff together today. We don't exactly have all our equipment right. um, in place. Um, I'm kind of hooked to a cutting board on the table, <laughs> but it's work. It, you know, it's good. It's good. Yeah. You gotta start. We're making, we're it building work. momentum. That's exactly right. The train is chugging along. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but we're excited to be back in the saddle as mm -hmm. they say, I don't say that, but, uh, but, but some people do <laughs> as far as, you know, what, what listeners can expect. Uh, we don't want to overextend ourselves and overpromise and, you know, cut ourselves yeah. too thin. Uh, but what we're looking to do is do this podcast once a month. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of continue to be listener focused and, you know, whatever kind of subjects that people want us to talk about um, and share our insight. We don't know everything, but we'll share what we know and yeah. do our thing. So that's what we can expect right now is this will be on YouTube and then all your podcast services. Um, but we've tightened up our, our vision, our purpose as a ministry and overall our, our heart, you know, and what we've, what we have in our t-shirts and a lot of our branding, but, uh, especially what we try to live out is we're in your corner. Yep. So if you're a fighter out there, a competitor, even just a, I don't, I don't want to call it a hobbyist, but somebody that just trains that loves, loves the fight game, loves jujitsu, loves boxing, loves kickboxing is we're, we're in that world yep. and we want to help equip you to be a better competitor, to be a, uh, a better husband, if you're a husband, you know, yeah. every facet of life, you know, a better student, uh, you know, whatever fight you're facing is we're in your corner. Yeah. You know, we've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of years that are, I've seen things in Dakota, you know, you've had some time with fighters too, but I've seen like custody battles, yeah. you know, fighters that are facing things like that, addiction, mm -hmm. you know, just a lot of shame that can carry um, on a fighter's shoulders, yeah. you know, just with mistakes they've made. And, you know, I think sometimes combat sports, especially on the local level, is you get to see a lot more of a guy who just loves the fight, yeah. you know, uh, that you get to see into his life a little bit. And maybe he got into fighting because it was, hey, I don't get in trouble for punching this person in the face. Sure. You know, and then there's the other side of it where, you know, maybe you came from a little bit safer background and you just got into, you know, uh, karate when you were little or whatever sure. that kind of looks like and you built up through it that way. So whatever it is that you 
uh, that brought you into the fight game is, you know, sometimes it could be a lonely place, Mm -hmm. you know, and it could feel like it's just you in there and, you know, doing your thing. And so, uh, but yeah, we're here to provide support just like a corner man would, you know, in and out of the cage. I think the beautiful thing about um, this mantra of we're in your corner is that it applies to so much more than just the cage as well. Yeah. Um, People recognize that sentiment, whether they're a fighter or not. They understand, oh, you're in my corner. And maybe for some people it clicks in a way where they don't even resonate it with fighting. You know, they just understand immediately, you've got my back. Yep. That's right. Yeah, we've got your back. We're here for you. We see you. And the podcast is part of us really taking a step forward to show that. Exactly. Um, you know, we have a great time. And, and, and part of the, the culture that we just try to build as a ministry is is uh, lighthearted, mm-hmm. you know, non-cringy. We're not, you know, yeah. going to throw a Bible at you and say right. you're not good enough. You know, but it's like, man, Jesus loves you. We love you. And you are worth investing into yeah and one thing we say a lot um that is a is a rooted identity in tfl is a non-anxious spirit Mm -hmm. and so um, through the podcast through um, everything we do that's one core value that we want to emulate yeah yeah it's so good and it's so welcoming and just presence and yeah yeah so we just want to be safe a safe place for people so yeah, that's, uh, you know, and we laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, it's true. Um, but yeah, man, we just enjoy life. Enjoy life. And we have our struggles as well. And so mm-hmm. we're, we're on the same page. And yeah. we want to just continue to build that momentum of a community. And so we're working on uh, a pod, or not our podcast, but we're also working on our, our website. Yeah. You know, our website. And uh, we were looking at things. And again, not to overpromise or overextend, but things kind of take time. But life coaching. Yeah. And you know, being able to have our, our online presence and our chaplaincy ministry and, uh, but everything has vision and comes back to this, this idea of we're in your corner. Yep. And, you know, and some things fail, some things do, uh, succeed yet. We're, we're, uh, determined to keep, um, in your corner all the way yeah, through. Keep the grind. So I'm excited. That brings us to kind of what we're going to talk a little bit, uh, a little bit about today, Dakota. Yeah. And what that is, is as a competitor, um, as a as a boxer, as someone who's an MMA, is what we want to talk about today is you are not defined by your record. Yeah. So some competitors out there have outstanding records. Sure. Some Na- have, you should you know. name one. Uh, so the only person that just came to mind is is Connell Powers. Okay. He, he's uh he just made his pro debut, but he had great great uh great record. He's out of Missoula, Dog Pound. I think they just changed their name. Um, he has a great record. You know, you go all the way to the, you know, the top end. Um, what's really funny, so not a lot of people know this about me, but I rarely watch a real UFC fight. Really? I can't even tell I you. I probably that. watch more UFC than you do. Dude, really? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is right now in this. I just don't care. Sure. You know, so like, I know Israel Adesanya just lost to the guy from Australia. Oh, yep. But dude, I, the last real UFC that we rented and I watched and I cared about was like Anthony Rumble Johnson fighting oh my. Daniel Cormier. Oh my. And Rumble since died. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so he was cool. But anyways, like after that, I, I don't know if it's just because UFC has gotten so monopolized. Mm. You know, uh, ever since Reebok came in and then like UFC sold and all these different owners now, like I think Ben Affleck to Matt Damon to sure. The Rock, everybody kind of is owner of it. And I don't know. I just don't really, I was like, eh, well, I'll, I'll catch some highlights on Instagram and go on with my life. I just don't have the, the brain space for that right now. Well, that's cool for you to shout out a local guy, though. Oh, yeah, dude, the, lo- the local guys are out there, you know, and like, and, you know, there's some guys that, that have had a couple losses. You know, we have a really good friend, Seth, down in uh, in uh, Las Vegas, some of the guys, Extreme Couture guys, uh, Jordan Christensen's got some oh, yeah. great fights, you know, all the way through, you know, our boy Latimer, mm-hmm. Gary Latimer, he's got some fights, he's lost some fights recently, you know, but it's just life, you know, guys, guys win, guys lose. 
and um, you know, and we're not throwing dirt on anybody. No, you know, but we're we're there, and we get to see these yeah. guys. Uh, these guys compete. Yeah, compete like uh, we were just in Missoula. You were in Missoula catching mm-hmm. some fights. We were in uh, Billings a couple weeks before that. One of the main event guys. Uh, I don't remember his first name, but his last name is Dunkel. Uh, but dude, he had a great fight. And so, you know, performances are performances. You do your thing. You fight. You put in the time. Or you don't. Sure. And your record goes up or down. You win, you lose. And what we want to talk about today is that idea of like, okay, as a competitor, you are not defined by the win or the loss. Mm. And I was kind of faced with this early in my my uh, fight career when I just was in high school doing our thing. And I have told this story a couple times, but I was, you know, 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, and they were all like, like within two minutes. Sure. Know, like, I think my first two fights combined were like a total of 50 seconds. I don't know. Yeah. But like, it was a great start. Right. Yeah. And so, but I remember at the time I was serving the Lord and really starting to like toss this idea of round of, uh, of what ministry and fighting could look like. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Lord really putting before me. Now I, he didn't say Zach. <laughs> Here is your paths of life. It shall be called TFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you will make this logo yellow. <laughs> no, but I remember just, you know, God speaks to us not like we always want him to. Sure. But if we're listening, we hear him mm-hmm. because he speaks to us through a book, through a friend, through yeah. a song through, you know, a a kind of a stirring in your spirit where you're kind of uncomfortable and you're like, God, what are you saying to me? Yeah. You know, through journaling. And then you can kind of begin to piece together things. And it's like, okay, this is pretty clear now at this point. But I remember a check in my spirit. I don't really remember how, but it was like, okay, am I going to use this platform that's, that I'm growing in Mm -hmm. for myself or am I going to use it for God? Yeah. Am I going to be identified by my record, how fast my fights were, how good my fights were? Is that going to be who I am or am I going to let that be its thing and be my own person beyond the fight game? Yeah. So that's really what we're going to look at today. And so Dakota, you and I have both come up with kind of three things each Mm -hmm. to kind of consider um, if your record is good, not so good, it's not what defines you. Right. And so if it doesn't define you as a competitor, then... What does so Dakota? You got uh, three things here, yeah. um, and why don't you kick us off with your first one? Sure. So uh, the first idea is that you're not defined by your record, as we stated, as we're trying to prove, but um, you're also not defined by what others think. And so to wrap this all into one word, I would like to summarize it by saying identity. Hmm. What is your identity? So um, for some, their identity may be rooted in the fact that they're 3-0. and For others, their identity might be wrapped in the fact that they're 1-4. and mm-hmm. And um, you could unhealthily both ways base your identity around that record. You could be really prideful in the fact that you hold this high esteem of being undefeated. Or you could be really full of shame about uh, a reverse record. Right. Um, But I want to bring it back to this point of identity in saying, um, even if your identity is, I'm a fighter, what happens when you get injured in a way where you can't fight anymore? All of a sudden, the platform that you've based your whole identity on is removed, and now... You are identityless. Hmm. You have a loss of identity and you don't know who you are anymore. So there has to be a rooted base in your identity that doesn't have a factor that can be removed. So even being a parent, there might be a time where you don't have kids or your kids age out of your house and you're no longer a parent and Um, That's where we see a lot of families experience divorce when their kids move out because their identity was in being a parent um, instead of something that's more stable. So even things that we think are so rooted in truth 
cannot be the basis of our identity. And uh, I, I feel like it would be sacrilegious of me not to just off the bat um, mention that I think the only thing our identity can be truly rooted in is in Christ because it's unwavering. It's good. It doesn't fail. Um, and so if your identity is in your record, I'm sorry, but it's wrong. Whether it's a positive record or a negative one, it's wrong. Because it can always change. Absolutely. And I think you hit something really well because say a fighter gets injured. Yeah. You know, and maybe you had to pull out of a fight or can't train because even training can mm-hmm. become your identity, how good you are on the mats. Right. And I've been there and I've seen fighters be there or people who I coach, mm-hmm. you know, say they hurt their wrist, you know, they punch weird, they hit a bag weird and they need six weeks because they fractured it. Right. But they're back on the mats in three because they're starting to kind of freak out inside yeah. because man, I'm, I'm, I'm every, the mat is everything. Yeah. You know, and, and I totally get that, you know, there's this obsessive part of us and right. also dedication. You don't want to fall behind. There's, there's positive things there, Sure, but it's like, okay, I have to be okay with stepping away mm-hmm. and still be unwavered. Right. And, and my identity's in Christ and I'm rooted well, you yeah. know, and so who, it's, it's tricky. Who are you? outside of the fight game who are you outside of whatever you place your identity in whether it's your your work your family um your background you know so many things that we can place our identity in but who are you besides all of those things yeah the second thing that we have that i was just kind of thinking about is you're not defined by your record but by your character Mm. which really feeds off of what you said you know there's the the sacrifices you know what do I mean by that so like there's the sacrifices that we that we make meal wise you know you have a family you have to leave them to go to training you know you have to wake up early you're not getting you know the normal life because you're dedicated to training you know you have your determination the endurance it takes you know just the mental fortitude to just train and you know we talked about a little bit about the the loneliness this yeah. is the fight life you know that's why we named the ministry uh what we did is mm-hmm. is the fight life entails all of these things man it's the fight life you know all the 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 sacrifices the the dedication and so it's the the depth behind the competition that makes the fighter who he is it's not just the the performance that everybody sees when the lights are on you. Yeah. It's who are you when no one else is watching. That's the integrity part of character. And, you know, have you made shortcuts or not? Yeah. Are you cheating on your <laughs> meals or not? Yeah. You know, who are you when you're not fighting? Yeah. You know, and we've seen this too with like, we get to see a lot of things that I feel we shouldn't get to see. Sure. <laughs> You know, just being in the place of influence and not that we shouldn't see them, but we get to peer into the behind the scenes of the locker room of, you know, the the downtime before the fight, the time after the fight, you know, when they get stitched up, you know, we're there as that non anxious, influential spirit and presence. Mm -hmm. And it's in those moments that and and we're we're not saying this from a judgmental side of things, but we get to see who that person really is, not just who they are when their name's announced on the way out. And when they, you know, and you get to see a lot about a person when they win and when they lose, Yeah, you know, but how they handle things in the back, who are you on social media? Right. You know, all these things, that is what is who you are. Yeah. You know, that is the defining characteristics of, of behavior and, um, you know, your belief system. And if your belief system is identified as man, I'm doing really good. I'm six and zero. Oh. You tend to get a little mm-hmm. cocky in those moments, yeah. and you're not the easiest going person. And you know, and and it's unhealthy, you know. Yeah. And then there's the other side of it to where you're like, oh, what was me? I'm gonna go kick dirt, and <laughs> I, I can't, I can't win a fight. And so, it's those moments that nobody else is seeing that really, really matter. You know, whether you're spending your time wisely or not, it's character. You're not defined yeah. by your record, but by your character and who you are because maybe your record isn't that good but man if you are grinding you have that heart you have that grit you know that is commendable and that's good 
character, you know, but if your record is, you know, say you're kind of the guy that just takes a fight and you're, oh, you're not doing too good, but then you're trying to put in the time, yeah. you know, that's the guys that, that are really making a difference and showing who they are. Yeah. It reminds me of this thought, um, speaking of character, uh, where does someone turn to after the fight, you know, mm. um, and not to call people out or like you said, be mm. judgmental, but you see people after the fight, um, immediately turn to drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. um, uh, s- some other negative things immediately start blasting their opponent on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's the character behind yeah. off the mats yeah. that matters. Yes. Yeah. And I have, I've told you this before. I have a theory. I don't know if it's a theory, but <laughs> say the independent fighter, meaning the guy that just doesn't have a team, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not really their fault because you're in a small town in Montana yeah. or kind of rural, you know, and you're, sure. you're doing your thing, trying to watch videos. You have a, a bag in the gym or in the, in the garage, yeah. you know, that you're hitting. And then you have the guy that's, you know, has a team well-established, right. you know, out of state, you know, doing his thing. And so, you know, you take those two people and I've often made an observation and it's not always true, but I feel like mm. this is true most of the time is the independent fighter oftentimes has more passion yeah. than the guy who has a team. Yeah. And that shows me a lot of character because those are the guys that are like, man, I'll fight anybody. I don't care. I'll mm-hmm. fight anybody. And they're oftentimes pretty talented. You know, they're pretty sharp. You know, we've seen a lot of that, you know. And I think within that idea is is talent will only take you so far, mm. but it's the character that will take you even further. That's good. And I just want to, yeah, encourage people like, man, invest in who you are when nobody's watching yeah. because then you're really doing it for you and not the crowd, yeah, not the record, not the next fight. It's like, man, I'm, I'm solid. I'm secure in who I am. I'm training hard. And man, in the fight, I'm going to do everything I can to beat who's across from me. Whether I win or lose, nobody likes to lose, of course. We're not saying that. Sure. Brad, I'm going to do everything I can to win. But, man, at the end of the day, I'm going to hit the mats and I'm going to train hard. Yeah. And that's a great segue, actually, into my next point um, of perseverance. Uh, There's this kid um, that I got to corner uh, about a month ago. And um, exactly the example that you're talking about comes from a small rural town doesn't really have any fight experience but took a fight because they wanted to fill a role um you know short notice cut a lot of weight really fast so they're not feeling themselves um watched a lot of youtube videos you know even right before the fight and uh doesn't know if they're southpaw or (laughs) standard you know (laughs) And, uh, but it's the perseverance there, you know, it's the passion too, but it's the perseverance. This kid went into the fight against someone that's a foot taller than him, 50 pounds more at least, and, um, had to be brought out of the fight. He would have kept going unless the doc had had said, said you're done you, you cannot fight anymore and even after even afterwards those were his words oh man i know i could have gone more um but the doc said i can't and Dude, it's like so good. that's that's perseverance right there and you can't really teach that no, in a lot of ways no not at all um but yeah perseverance um you're not defined by your record but this characteristic perseverance of I'm going to continue my diet plan no matter what. I'm going to continue my workout plan even on days where I feel like I have a cold. Like I am going to persevere and keep going, keep that momentum again, that train pushing forward and um, and persevere no matter what until the doc pulls me out of the cage. 
And it's not that we agree that that fight should have happened anyways. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's, uh, but it brings a great example that I will never forget. Yeah, man. We could learn a lot from, again, I, I just really think there's something to that. That yeah. independent guy that just takes the fight. I don't care. He's 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah. The promoter's like, well, if you don't care, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and but see then that's where I think another element of the fight game is those are also the guys that are most taken advantage of. Mm, because they'll true. they'll take a fight. They don't care. They love the fight game. Yep. You know, so and they don't care what their record and they is. Don't, and they don't care what the record is. So we could see a positive there, but then it yeah. also you gotta you gotta have that uh uh the um decisive what word am I looking for, Co? For me, it reminds me of balance. There you go. Discretion. Because that's what I'm that's looking for. Great. Discre- that, 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 I don't use big words a lot. <laughs> yeah. Discretion was, it took, uh, my brain almost blew up. <laughs> but yeah, you got to be able to have some discretion to say yeah. no. You can't just always say yes to every fight. Yeah. You got to have time to heal, time to train, time yep. to be like, okay, should I take this fight or not? You know, I'm going to have to lose 50 pounds in three weeks. Sure, I'll do it. I wonder if that goes almost back to they might not think their identity is in their record mm. because the record's already already way gone. The sure. record's gone. But it's like if I'm not fighting, what else am I going to do? Yeah, you know. Uh, and so maybe that's yeah. another kind of idol in a way. Right. You know, it's like man, if I don't take a fight and somebody knew I could have, are they going to think I'm you know I'm not tough or don't want to? Sure. I'm, I'm scared. You know. That's true. So it's like, you, again, you got to let those things go because most of the things that we think people think about us, nobody cares. Right. <laughs> and also it's like, I can't let something so changing form who I am. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because who knows? COVID hits and you can't fight at all. Don't say that. Well, it happened. Don't. Oh, okay. It did happen. <laughs> I thought we were going to be like, it's happening again. No. <laughs> well, you never know, man. You never know. Yeah. So, so tell me about your your next point. So yeah, it, it's you know we're saying a lot of the same things, just a little different take. Yeah. But one of the things that I wanted to say, and something that I always say to our students at Imperial, at our Jujitsu Academy, is always be a student. Mm. You know, you're not defined by your record, but how good of a student are you? Yeah. And. This ties in with character, ties in with perseverance, yeah. you know, ties in with passion. It goes beyond competing to stay a student. There's always, just in regards to what a student is, is a student's always learning. There's always more to learn. Yeah. And oftentimes if we are get that chip on our shoulder, we start to not let there be room mm-hmm. for us to grow, to yeah. learn, to, you know, I've, I've seen this before where like, mostly on the big stage where you really get to, you know, feel yourself, you know, as you'd be like, oh, I don't need that coach anymore. Yeah. You know, you see the football, you know, guys get too big for their britches, as they say. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's some, the thing. Some people will say it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Antonio Brown. Sure. You know, well, I, okay, that's a little different. I think he kind of went crazy. <laughs> um, you know, you know what I mean? You kind of start to not be a student anymore because you think you yeah. know it all. And then when you lose a fight, it's kind of the best thing that could happen to you because it sure. knocks you off your high horse Humbles and you're like, you. man, I, I, I need to learn. I need, yeah. to, I need to always, always be a student. And that goes to say that whatever age you are, you could always be a student, yeah. you know, especially with jujitsu. We have a grandmaster uh, that I'm really good friends with, ninth degree red belt, and he's like 84, That's so 85. Cool. And dude, he's still going around to seminars, teaching, and um, just a cool guy. But like, you could always be on the mats. Yeah, you could always keep training, and so it's always better to fall in love with the process of mm. refinement, the process of learning, of growing yourself, of getting better. That's what yeah. should define you as a student, and not the highs, the mountain peaks of of the actual competition. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, it reminds me of uh, musicians. You see these hmm. professional singers that think they know how to sing because they got a record deal the first week that their album went out. Sure. 
So they've been touring for years, but never learned how to properly sing. Mm. And so um, that's when injury happens. And I think the same thing can happen on the mats. Dude, you, yeah. you, you have a great record and you think you know everything. That's when injury happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I agree. Totally. Yeah. So it takes intentionality. You know, you have to intentionally be a student and stay a student. Yeah. Um, so my next point about not being defined by our record, um, but instead being defined by what's left in the cage or what's left in the fight. Hmm. So um, it takes me back to the saying that we use in TFL that uh, it's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, discernment. It's discernment. <laughs> I need discernment in <laughs> saying this. Um, we talk about this grit that we should have as a staff, as um, as TFL volunteers, where there's a little bit of nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, you should not be defined by your record, but maybe you're defined... A little bit of nasty, you know. Um, another like common theme that people throw around in this day and age is having that dog in them. Okay, you know, um, it's someone that goes into the fight and leaves it all in the cage, no matter what. Hmm. Um, I, again, we're we're I kind of bumps. <laughs> there. You go. Let's go. We're kind of circling around the same premise of character and identity and passion and perseverance. Um, it's kind of the same thought where you go in and the doc has to pull you out. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah you're yeah. going in and you're leaving it all there no matter what. It's For you, it's not about a record. For you, it's not about winning or losing, but it's about leaving it all out there, whether it's um, on the, on the jiu-jitsu mats, whether it's in the, in the cage. You're going and you're leaving it all out there. And that's what gets you invited back. Yeah. You know, to, to guys like Fusion, to guys like BKFC especially, right. man. If you are just throwing, you know, you're going for it. Even if you know you're losing, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, I am going to... If this guy beats me, this is kind of my attitude when I fight. And what I... As a coach, it's fun to, like, instill these things in students. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you get beat at a competition, it's because they had to work so hard. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, after they beat you, if, the, if you get beat... They're like, man, you are tough. Yeah. I did everything. It took so much within me to beat you. Yeah. You know, and that's not not necessarily technique or skill, but like you said, that little bit of nasty. It's yeah. like, dude, okay, if you're going to beat me, it's going to take, your hands are going to get tired yeah. by punching me in the face. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and you know who that reminds me of? Not to just name drop this whole podcast episode, but of Marnik Mann. Oh, yeah. When she took that fight in UFC this last month. Um, even the announcers were saying the whole time, like, man, she likes getting hit. <laughs> like like yeah. she not only can take a hit, but, um, she can dish it out too. And, um, she made her opponent work for that win. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's right on. It's, and my grandpa always said that, you know, it's not the guy that could always dish it out, but the one that can take it. Yeah. And dude, it's so good to, to, that's that's the fight life right there. Right. You know, whatever comes my way in or out of the cage is I'm going to keep moving forward mm-hmm. and be a person of character, of integrity. And, you know, so much of this is is the Bible. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> you know, unwavered by the changing of seasons. Yep. Deep rooted in who Christ says I am, which leads us to our last point is that you are not defined by your record, but by grace. Yeah. Everything that we're talking about here every everything from you know uh not being defined by what others think uh, your, you know your own sense of identity um by being defined by character perseverance by being a student by leaving it all in the cage everything that we're talking about is not the, the key here isn't to try harder yeah and that's not necessarily uh makes sense right away sure but everything we do and our walk should be defined by grace. Hmm. And so this is really where 
the core of this conversation is we started there. You're like, man, it's our identity should be in Christ. Like yeah. that's like this simple as we, <laughs> as simple as we can make it. Yep. But Jesus is that unchanging common denominator that says who you are. Yeah. You know, that you are, are, are his child and how we started talking about marriage. Yeah. You know, he is, you know, we are the bride of Christ and, you know, being like, okay, what does that mean? You know, how Jesus looks at you. Yeah. He loves you. He cares about you. In him is life and life to the fullest. There's forgiveness for when you've messed up, for when your identity was, was in something else. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, there's not necessarily more harmful things that your identity could be in, you know, but, you know, by your money, you know, by your status, you know, things that can become an idol and take the place of what Jesus wants. And that's that core of who you are. He's like, let me in. Let me help define you. You know, let me show you why you're here. Let me give you purpose. Let me give you uh, that identity that you're seeking. And he will never fail you. And that's really what I want our listeners to hear is that he will never let you down. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He's always in your corner Mm -hmm. more than we are. He loves you more than you can imagine. And he is trustworthy of your attention yeah no matter what your record is too no matter (laughs) yeah even if you just lost jesus still loves you yeah that's true (laughs) yeah and so that is really um kind of just that that final point that i wanted to give and so before we move on to the last little part of this this uh this podcast here is if you're out there and you do not know who jesus is and you've never experienced the the weightlessness of forgiveness and you know the the coding you, you and i've talked about this a lot but you know in life we carry around so much baggage yeah of your past of your you know the shame we could have and the mistakes we've made or things we even did yesterday you know yeah. like there's we're really good at carrying around things we don't need to yeah and the biggest one of those is sin you know the sin of falling short because God has created this standard because he's holy and he's perfect and to be with him or, or welcomed with him and have a relationship with him is we can't have all that baggage. You know, we can't have all that sin. And that's the whole reason why Jesus came is God loves us and paid the price for that sin because the penalty for sin is death is blood. And it's the ultimate price. There's no greater price. And that's what, why, why it was so, uh, such a heavy, heavy, heavy sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so with that, Jesus took the sin that we deserve to pay for Yeah, and he paid for it. And so with that comes this invitation to life and life is like it was meant to be. And so if you've never experienced that relationship with Jesus, even just right this moment, you know, close your eyes, take a moment and say, all right, God, I, I hear what they're saying, these two hooligans behind the microphone. <laughs> uh, you know, my identity is not in my record. My identity has been in my record. God, forgive me. Yeah. You know, forgive me for placing my identity in anything else other than you because you are unwavering and you will never change. And if you ask him into your heart, ask him to forgive you of your sins. Uh, the Bible says you're born again. That's right. Uh, but truly, it's, it's a new beginning. Yeah. And that is the message of hope that we share uh, right now. And so if that's you, I just encourage you to take a moment, ask God to forgive you of your sins and begin this new journey. And we're here for you wherever you are in that journey. You know, maybe you've been hurt by the church. You know, maybe this doesn't quite resonate with you. That's okay. Uh, But this is the truth. This is what you need to hear. This is uh, the whole point. Is, uh, is Jesus gives life. And so if you're there and you're like, yes, I say yes to Jesus today, is we want to come alongside you. We want to give you a Bible. We want to help you learn and start this new journey of being identified by Jesus and not something like maybe your record. Yeah, absolutely. So reach out to us. Uh, you know, we have, this will be on all, all our social feeds, all those things. It's, we try to make it as easy as possible to be like, hey, man, I gave my life to the Lord yep. uh, today. What do I do? And so we're here for you. There's no shame in not knowing what to do, or if you've never done that, let's, let's do it. It's the cross. Our walkout song of the week Dude, comes. It's, it's back. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, we've had some 
amazing songs in the past. Uh, we, we saw that playlist on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Full of all of our past uh, either songs from us or songs from our guests. Uh, shout out to Pastor Randy with the Space, oh, man. Space Cowboy. Space Cowboys. How could I forget that song? Um, yeah, we've got some really uh, humorous walkout songs, which which really get the crowd pumped up. Um, you know, you do the YMCA or something <laughs> like that. Um, recently, we've seen some really good walkout songs and some really bad ones. That's true. Uh, That's true. I'm reminded of, I don't know the name of the song, but the guy walked out to the song that goes, I can be your hero, baby. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the crowd was just dead. And it's this emotional song and he's just walking out. It's no hype. You gotta have hype. You gotta have some hype. You gotta have some hype. Uh, so this song comes to you with some hype. It is by Alistair. And Spencer Kane, and it is called Vertebrae. Verse of the week, I wanted to find something that tied into our discussion today. And so uh, it comes to you from Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. And it says this, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Yeah, let's go. How does that kind of apply to our lives? Yeah, it applies in a way where, just like we've been saying this whole podcast, we're not defined by anything other than what Christ says about us. Mm. So that includes our character. Mm-hmm. Um, our identity is not rooted in a record, but mm-hmm. um, but in that character. And then that character solidifies that hope in in Jesus Christ. Let's go. Yeah. Right on. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on this. Uh, we're 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 back episode. Yeah. Um, I and I think we'll probably actually not be season five point five. But <laughs> Why just <not>? go. <laughs> but just get rid of seasons altogether. That's our sure. commitment. Is we're just gonna keep cruising. Yeah. You know, no no seasons. And I think that gave us an excuse to stop sometimes. Sure. It's like, oh man, I don't know. Let's just we'll 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 just start a new season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for joining us uh on this episode. That's all we've got. Be sure to share this yeah. with your friends and uh yeah, and be interactive with us. Let us know what you want us to talk about in any of the upcoming episodes next month. Uh we'll probably have these out within the first week of every month, mm-hmm. you know, so between now and then, if you know, kind of, uh, some suggestions that you'd want us to talk about, we're here. Um, hope everyone has a great day, Dakota. A great day. And we'll catch you next, next time. time. Thank you so much for listening to cross choke. It was a blast creating this episode and we hope you enjoyed listening. Submit any fun questions, inquisitive comments, serious requests, or hilarious stories to tflministries.com slash podcast. Feel free to follow Zach at Andobute and myself at South for a day. Have an amazing day and join us next time on Cross Choke. So the next part of this episode is a little undefined because we didn't really decide on what we're doing next.